You play it. We know it. Hello and welcome to ESR's Next Level Play Podcast. Your best source for all things gaming. From esports. To tournaments. To game drops. To crossovers into other worlds. We will be covering the past, present, and future of gaming as we know it. We're going to analyze what we see in the industry. We're going to make predictions for the future. We're going to bring on a plethora of top-tier guests who are going to blow your mind with the piping hot insider knowledge they bring to the table. The future of esports and gaming is right Right here, here, right now, Next Level Play. Dang, that sign looks cool. Right. This whole setup looks just absolutely amazing. Um, I lo- Today is our first day in this brand new studio uh, that they've created at ESR, and yeah. I'm obsessed. I love, <laughs> got, I've got this little, this little figurine link is here. I got my Crash Bandicoot. Your That's favorite. I care about. They, yeah. they did that on purpose. I, I like you. to pretend that they did all of this just for us specifically. They know us so well. That they read our minds and we're like, we're going to design this. It's not, it's for the guests, it's for aesthetic. It's, but it's for us. So you and I know each other. Uh, yeah, yeah. But the you're like, do <laughs> no. we? Yes. But the audience doesn't. We're we're new. Hello. We should introduce ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Sydney, you should go first. You're what a gentleman. Yeah, well, oh my god. Okay. Say. I'm Sydney. Uh, I have been a host for other video game channels like the Leaderboard, which is how Marcus and I know each other. Uh, Double Tap Gaming. I love video games. Always have. Always will. I assume. Uh, but yeah, I've done some voiceover for various indie video games and stuff, and I also play a lot of TTRPGs. I'm part of the Glass Cannon Network, where I play a lot of characters on a lot of different shows. I love TTRPGs. Um, big nerd. Big, big nerd. But yeah, so Marcus and I have a history, if you will. Uh, we both we both were hosts for uh, a video game channel. Yeah, yeah, the leaderboard, which the leaderboard. was an amazing experience. It would be timelines, kind of facts, videos, that sort of thing. But it was a little bit of a bummer because although I would see you around the office, we would obviously collaborate, brainstorm on ideas. We never actually got to interact on camera, yeah. you and me, having like a real discussion about video games. That's why so, this is going to be so much fun. For hours every day. But tell me tell me about yourself. Well, my name is Marcus. Uh, I've been in New York City for the last seven and a half years as an actor, a little bit of producing, a lot of audio work, uh, and especially kind of gaming related stuff. I, I was the host of Kills, Thrills, and Chills season four here on ESR. Also had a great experience working uh, on the leaderboard with, of course, Sydney. I uh, worked for Netflix a little bit doing their their animated uh, YouTube channel as well. Big focus on video games. Gotta love the Cuphead show. Gotta love Cuphead. Yes, exactly. There's Where's Mugman? That's what I want to know. <laughs> uh, but just so happy to be here because I've been a gamer my entire life. Uh, it's always been my hobby. Even in college when I, I was forced to also become a sports fan, I was sneakily playing games in my <laughs> room. Uh, but what is the first video game you ever played, Sydney? I feel like Ooh. that's a good way to... Ooh, yeah. Yourself. This is yeah. This is a good way to like get to know me. Yeah. I feel like it says a lot about it you. It does. It really okay. does. Okay. So it also ages me. Everyone's gonna be like, ah, I yeah. know how old you are. Yeah. Um, that's fine. Okay. So I think, gosh, I think the first video game I ever played might have been Crash Bandicoot. What? On the OG PlayStation. Um, but right alongside Lara Croft Tomb Raider, 
Okay. I was obsessed with that game, and I was a little too young to play it. That's a hard game it's to like hard pick game. up and play. It was also scary. I remember yes. it so vividly. Uh, so many polygons just come out at you so fast. Uh, yeah, I can um, think of a few polygons in that game that polygons. come out at you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was like a little too young. I think it was my dad's game. Sure. But I begged him, and then the PlayStation was like in my parents' bedroom. This is how young I was, so I'd have to ask permission. Uh, and I just remember like holding my breath when I would swim underwater in Lara Croft Tomb Raider because I was so terrified of drowning. Yeah. Uh, and that stuck with me. I still love the series and the franchise. It's changed a lot. But uh, yeah, that, I think that was my first game. Okay, that's awesome. What was your first Very game? Very mature. Uh, Crash Bandicoot 2, oh, actually, okay. yeah. was my first game. We got uh, a PlayStation 1 and my dad's old NES for the same Christmas when I was four. Whoa, so, big Christmas. Yes, very big. And it was it was Crash Bandicoot 2, Super Mario Brothers 1, and the original Legend of Zelda were all, were all experienced that day and uh, definitely changed my life forever. I love that Laura Croft was like your first, I don't know, I... My favorite movie is Alien, which I watched way too young, and it made sticks me sticks with you. It sticks with you, and like I love a strong female protagonist. Oh. I feel like that's like it's awesome to start us young a with those influences. I, I don't know, Laura Croft is awesome for a that. Thousand so. percent, yeah. yeah. Did you have a preference? It's interesting because like I grew up as a Sony house, and mm -hmm. I never had any Nintendo until I like got the Switch as an adult. But you had both. Do yeah. you favor one over the other? It's a really good question. I mean, the PlayStation was always, that was brand new mm. at the time or a couple of years old. And it was, the graphics were, you know, four times better than the NES. However, I was the younger brother and my brother was very, he was the one asking for the PlayStation. Mm. So the way it was framed for the Christmas, he got the PlayStation and I had the NES. So for me, like mm. having... It, it, it made me have a very strong connection with old school Nintendo, which I carry to this day. So that it really turned me into a Nintendo fan just because of little brother syndrome. I had the hand me down, but I loved it for what it was. Oh, and, that's really uh, sweet, actually. Yeah. And then when I did go from Super Mario to Mario 64 yeah. in like a year, you know, that's just absolutely mind blowing to go through that transition the that jump. most gamers, it took them 10 years to get there. It was. Anything was possible. What a good Christmas, too. Yeah. Oh, man. So I, was, I was spoiled. I was very lucky. Oh, okay. So this this is actually a great transition. So you, I assume, were a Pokemon fan then growing up. Did you play Pokemon Young? I did. My okay. brother was, again, little brother syndrome. Uh, he got Pokemon Silver with Ooh. his own money. Oh, Bought wow. a Game Boy Color. So I had to watch him and read the strategy guide that came with the game. Uh, with Sam's Club and just like pour over it. I could barely read. I don't even think I could read. But I had to wait for him to complete the game and for him to be generous enough to, to start my let own you file. borrow. Did, was yeah. it his Game Boy? It was too? his Game Boy. Oh, so yeah, yeah, he had to let you have time with the Game Boy. Uh, well, and that's the thing with Pokemon. You only have one save slot. Yeah. So there's not wow. much you can do. Siblings yeah. everywhere are. You're either the older or the younger, and yeah. you know which one you are based off of. Yeah, if you're allowed to play so, the game first. Yeah. Okay, so this is interesting. Mm. Have you heard of the game Power World? I've heard of it. Okay. But because I'm bad at my job uh -huh. that I just started, <laughs> same work. I have not gotten a chance to play well, Power World. Don't worry, I have. Thank you, Sydney. <laughs> Thank you very much. I. So somebody told me about Power World and they were like, all right, so it's a Pokemon ripoff. And already in my brain, I was like, pass. Yeah, that's what I I've heard. That's that's what I've heard. I was like, not interested. Pokemon is so well known and beloved. And like mm -hmm. to make a rip, I was just like, I don't fucking care about this. But then they were like, no, it gets better. You basically enslave your Pokemon and they also get guns. And I was like, OK, I'm back in. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more. So I downloaded it on a whim. OK. Because I had a friend. 
who was like, we can play together. I was like, great, because there's no way I would play this game on my own. It just doesn't sound that interesting right, to right. me. Um, but I played quite a bit. Okay. A couple, I've logged a couple hours. Uh, I get it. And here's how I'm going to pitch it. And let's see if you would like this, because yes, I, I feel like you're turned off if it's a Pokemon ripoff. Yeah. Does that sound bad? No, you're absolutely right. Um, because again, I'm so I'm still like stuck in the older generations of totally. Pokemon. So I I feel like I would rather jump into a, a Scarlet or yeah. perhaps you know a Sun and Moon before I would jump in. Now, say I have beaten completed all the recent Pokemon games, then I would still be hesitant as a Pokemon diehard. Okay. So sell me on on why. Okay. Hell World is worth a look. So picture Fortnite. Okay. Are you picturing Are you um, picturing Fortnite? Yes. Sort of like open world, third person sort of point of view. Right. Uh, now picture Pokemon-esque characters mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that live in the world freely. Now picture you capture them and you build a base, like Fortnite building almost kind of skills, yeah. but you build a permanent base. And then you put them to work farming for you. Oh so now we're bringing in sort of like harvest yeah. moon kind of like. But with forced labor with forced labor and then livestock I guess. the crafting of breath of the wild oh wow okay and cooking like yeah. crafting and cooking and then pew pews you get guns okay do, do you like my game <laughs> you're selling me so far am i okay you are i, I mean i i'm a big first person shooter guy okay you know, pew pew. Yeah. Um, especially like old school. I'm guessing it's obviously I'm not gonna just jump in and start blasting things away as a Pikachu. But that's um, the bill. It's it's like Breath of the Wild where, you know, you have you can't just make that recipe right off the bat. Right. You gotta right. unlock that. You gotta get the clothing that you need to survive in cold temperatures. You're not gonna get that right away. So it's interesting. It's okay. there's there is the aspect of like, here is why I don't think it's a Pokemon ripoff, is what I'm trying to say. The idea of Foreign alien creatures, or whatever you want to call Pokemon monsters, little Monst little monsters. pocket monsters, yeah, if yeah, you will. Yeah. That is not necessarily new. Like that exists in other games. The only thing that is definitely a ripoff, and I don't know how they're not going to get sued. Instead of a Pokeball, they call it a Pal Sphere. Oh boy! It's <laughs> it is a ball, yeah. and you throw it at it. And it takes a little time, and it's like boop boop oh, boop no. boop boop, and then you, Do you can press down and be on the controller. No, 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 no. To... Okay. But you have like a percentage of if you're gonna catch it or not, be... and you have like yeah. regular ones, then you have like mega ball, mega sorry spheres. Uh, I said you should create. Do they a... have a mastered sphere. Ultra, I think. Great sphere as well. It, yeah. Okay, cool. Older sphere. What we do, we should play it, and then we yeah. should do a drinking game where every time you accidentally say Pokemon or Pokeball, oh, you have to drink. Because I swear, like. That is the only thing that's really similar. Everything else is pretty different, I would say. Well, it sounds to me like they almost had a completely different kind of game built and then decided, hey, let's just slap some Pokemon on it kind of in our own way because that's Pokemon is the, the best selling franchise. Totally. You know, in the world for gaming. So yeah. I, I totally understand it. But it seems to me like they had an entire game, which when I looked at gameplay, it almost, it felt a little more Monster Hunter almost. Sure. Uh, and I saw very little, but you know, people running around literally just punching Pokemon. I'm sorry. There you go. Take a shot. See, yep. Take a yeah. shot. Punching pal, pals? pals. They're just called pals. pals. They're called pals. Does that stand for anything? Not that, I, not that I've or discovered just yet. Pals. No, I think pals is just the replacement for Pokemon. Because it's Poke. Pal world. Pal Jeez. sphere. But what is it in the Pal region? Mm. 
do they call it something different? What do you mean? Like Europe. That's a bad joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. Never mind. <laughs> Ignore that. I am ignoring it. I'm <laughs> moving on directly from it. Is it like, okay, so Pokemon's an RPG, right? Yeah, yeah. Is it grindy? Like, do you kind of start off capturing lower pals yes. and then you yes 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 definitely yeah. definitely the same in that aspect too i guess but that's like i don't know that's just a game format in my mind it's not necessarily pokemon centric yeah so like you start off like conan style like you have you're not nude but you have like rags on breath of the wild yeah sure yeah, yeah. and you have to make a campfire at night otherwise you're gonna get too cold and freeze to death breath you, of the wild yeah it's really breath of the wild like cool. you go up too high in the mountain too cold you go into the desert too hot yeah uh, you can build a parachute that you glide on from really tall it's Breath, Breath of, the of the Wild. Wild. Yeah. So it really is like it's like Fortnite building Breath of the Wild crafting. And you're right. It's like the CEO, whoever designed this game, I forget who. It's like everyone was making a different game. And then the CEO was like, I really like Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we should put Pokemon in the game. We already got and they Zelda. were like, they were like. Bill, we can't do that. You can't just put Pokemon in a game that you're not allowed to. And he was like, but my son loves Pokemon and he would love this game. So then some poor designer had to put fake Rip Pokemon. Pokemon. I mean, okay. And I know there's different levels of kind of egregious ripping off. Yeah. Was there any pal, mm. almost said Mon, that you saw where you're like, Come on. Yeah. Come on, developers. Who developed this game, by the way? I gotta I should, look. You, you I know what? Know this. Type it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Search it. So there's one pal, and granted, I haven't discovered all the pals yet. The world is actually quite big, and there is a lot. You have your pal deck. It's Pokemon. You have your pal deck. Yeah. And it gives you information about them, and it's like a tablet. It's Pokemon. Um, but there is one. A tablet, like Breath of the Wild. Like Breath of the Wild. Yeah, cool. There is one whose name I forget. Uh, oh, no. It's Foxfire. Can you guess who this would be? Is it Vulpix? No, no. Ninetales? No. Charmander? Choose the other one that looks like a cute little fox. Eevee? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it could be Vulpix, but I was thinking Eevee, but well, it's Flareon, only- Flareon, if it's- Or, yes, flame. it would be Flareon. It would yeah. be Flareon. But yeah, it yeah. literally, like, the design is cute little fox dog thing yeah, that yeah, has yeah. a fire tail. Yeah. And immediately, I was like, that's, that's Eevee. Eevee. That's yeah. just Eevee. Right, like, um, the most iconic Pokemon besides pretty much. Pikachu that like, you can go for. There's no- Oh, and also Mewtwo. There's one called Cattiva, and it okay. looks- kind of like, like kind of like a Mewtwo or like a Meowth like like mm. a body shape of a Meowth but it's pink yeah like Mewtwo so like yeah aspects there there's aspects but nothing is so direct that I think like copyright law would be like you've you've copied Eevee and changed like their skin color or For something sure. um but this is I don't know maybe this will come up in a future app I would love to tell you the names of pals mm. And maybe like, I'll just do it right you now. Know, and it would be fun too, because to, I haven't played Pokemon in years. Yeah, I'm really kind of back on like Gen two, Gen three. Okay. Uh, full disclosure. So like, if you so you don't even know that many Pokemon is what it, you're telling me. It might me. be a fun game to mix up more modern Pokemon and the pals and be like, which franchise is this from? And oh, it would probably be hard for people to to figure that out. Next step, I'm gonna yeah. do. I'm gonna save it because I'm not even ready. I'll do it next step. Just based on my research, it was developed and published by a company called Pocket Pair, who Stop. I've never heard of. But Pocket? Pocket Pair. Pocket? Yes. They know Monster? what they're doing. Pocket Pair? So it seems to me like they're, you know, they, they probably got funding somewhere. Maybe they're a subsidiary of a, of a larger company. But it yeah. sounds like they're just swinging for the fences. They got they're, nothing to lose. They're indie. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. They're like, let's bring it on, Nintendo. It's worth the risk. Because let's, let's face it, this 
this is like the a best genius move. This is the best selling game on yes. Steam right now. Exactly. It is the highest selling game on Steam. So I mean, even yeah. if they get sued, I don't know. They're doing pretty good considering the state of like the gaming industry and how yeah. games are selling. The controversy itself is I making them more popular. Hundred percent. Yeah. It's why people are checking it out because they're so bold. To, get, to go after Nintendo like this. Yeah. That people are like, hey, I respect the balls. I respect the moxie. Do Here, you, here's some money. Do you think as a Pokemon fan, though, like, do you feel a certain way? Do you think other fans, true, like, you know, childhood fans of Pokemon, mm -hmm. do you think they're not going to download this game because they're like, this is fucked up? Or do you think they're curious enough that they're going to spend the money? I think the curiosity will outweigh the turnoff. So they're still winning. Yes. They're still getting that demographic. I think there's a certain level of fans that will be turned off. But yeah. Pokemon is also the type of series where these are fans that buy two versions of the same game yeah. consistently every two years and every spin-off. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I think it's a beautiful thing. Um, and again, Pokemon's such a, a rich, like deep game that like it's worth the double investment, especially if you're going to be putting that many hours into it. So like I get it. And Pokemon, I mean, again, that's genius marketing right off the bat. Yeah. Sell two versions of the same game. Um, so I think those who are already, what's one more Pokemon game? I'm assuming it's a little more budget friendly because it's a, an indie game. I could be wrong on that. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think it's the $60 price tag right. if I remember correctly. Yeah. And I think Pokemon new games are 70 now, if I'm oh, not mistaken. Really? I could be yeah. wrong on that. Um, but yeah, so for that reason, if it's for the curiosity and for, for Pokemon fans wanting to scratch that itch, cause has a Pokemon game come out this year? I don't believe so. So it's, you know, it's mm -mm. been a little while since the last drop. Great Why timing. Not? Yeah, and it, it, with different mechanics too. Because what I like about it, it it would it would offend me m much much more if it was a top down. Yes. Yes. RP totally. Turn based RPG. Totally. Like total. That's Pokemon a rip off. Game. That's a rip off. Yeah. The fact that it's its own, and that was another point I'm trying to make too. It has all these elements from popular games recently. It almost feels like they used AI to like create this game. You know, Whoa. like create the best selling, almost as a parody, like the best selling Ooh. possible video game of 2024 based on recent trends. Okay, and you... since Pokemon's so popular to this day, that was like right in there. And then you got the Breath of the Wild, and then Fortnite, of course. You gotta throw that in there. So interesting That's that you brought, yeah, I love this. You're calling your shot right now, mm -hmm. I like it. Future prediction, yeah. the game was AI gen. They just AI, typed into chat yeah. GPT and they were the like- most successful possible game. What elements of different video games? And they're there, like GTA 6. There is one thing, yeah, what are they gonna put? <laughs> they're gonna have a car that they're you like, can no, steal. <laughs> right. And they're like, get that out of there. Yeah. Um, there is one story that I heard that came out of Power World that I think is so heartwarming and endearing, which doesn't happen often in the video game industry and the development side. Uh, but there is this guy on Twitter who was posting his hobby work that he does animations of, just mm -hmm. like animations. He does a lot of gun animations. Sure. Um, and he's really good at it. Like he is a, a fantastic animator, really great gun design and stuff. And the developers of Power World like found his Twitter and they were like, hey, we want to hire you as our lead animator for all guns in the game. I love that. Turns out this guy like was not an animator. He just did this for fun. He worked at a grocery store as his full-time job. Kurt Warner. And then yeah. and the, the Kurt Warner story. Yeah. And then he got hired full-time by Power World to develop and work on this video game. And I'm like, what a wonderful story. Yeah. Just he posted his stuff online and got discovered. I think that's like so sweet and amazing. And then got like a cool job making this amazingly fantastically popular game. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm into Power. That being said, I'm into Power World. I don't know how long this hype will last. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it'll definitely have a dip down, but because it is 
you know, online multiplayer. Who knows? Might might keep going. You can join guilds. I'm in a friend's guild right now. You okay. should you should join my guild. Uh, I'm down. You should download. The I mean, game. I'm a noob, and you guys are gonna. That's fine. You'll be level one, and we'll just like kick your ass. I'm. I'll accept that. Okay, yeah. but I I definitely think you should play. At least try it out. Give uh, it a shot. Fair. My most important question. Is it fun? Do you enjoy playing it? Like one to ten. I did not think that I would, and I didn't want to even get it originally, like I said. Uh -huh. And I think now my enjoyment is like a solid eight. Oh wow. Yeah. That's high praise. Yeah. It's keeping me super entertained. I'm I'm okay. and, and I like it's similar to Pokemon in that I yeah. like the creatures. I'm like every time I discover a new one, I'm just like, oh so cute. <laughs> oh, I love it. I want it so yeah. bad. So yeah, I, I would say it's a strong eight right now. For and me. eight on a scale where five is average, not like seven is average. Five is average. Five okay. is right down the middle. Five okay. is like take it or leave it. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you're a harsh critic like me. So yeah, eights are. I don't give out eights very. I might give away like you know maybe three or four eights out of the year, maybe one or two nines and a ten every comes every like. I think I'm five too. Years. I think I'm too nice. Yeah, I'm the mean one. Don't I'm giving worry. everything eights. Don't worry. Um, I mean, I, I was gonna say not an advertisement for Pal World. But we're mm. off to a positive start here. Oh, unless unless you yeah. want to sponsor us, Power. Yeah, please. Hey, we'll play your game. I'm, I'm already doing it. So I mean, until the lawsuit comes. The yeah, until the lawsuit. Until the know? lawsuit comes, then I've I have nothing to then, do with you, and I never knew you. Hands off. But until then, hey, open for business. Very cool. So, I mean, we mentioned Grand Theft Auto Six. Yeah. Briefly, I know we're still a year away. Well, you think we're just a year away? Good point. Good point. I, Good point. I'm saying, okay. Well, this is what this is another topic. <sighs> Grand Theft Auto Six. Do you think it's going to come out in twenty twenty five? I don't. I do. Oh, I do. I think. I mean, first of all, it's been years. Yeah, ten years, right? When GTA Five came out in two thousand thirteen, I believe. I'm, I think. Right. I think I'm right on that one. Two thousand thirteen. He's not. So it's been eleven years. Or it will, yeah, it's been 11 years. Yeah. It will be 12 years or 11 and a half That's years. So many years. It is so many times. And, and there were many times throughout the last five years, especially, where even Rockstar teased, like, hey, we're going to announce it. We're going to announce it. Yeah. But they were very, very cautious. Yeah. And then finally, we're like, okay, we're ready to, we're ready to announce it. So I've, I feel like just with how much time it's taken, the fact that this is predicted to be the best selling entertainment single item of all time um i think there's so many things that they're planning for it carefully lawyers down their neck where they would not have announced it if they were not very confident in it coming out at that time they didn't give a specific date which was no, smart they're yeah. giving themselves a little bit of flexibility but my my thought is they they have the game nearly complete and they're probably just fine-tuning it but they don't want a fallout 76 situation yeah i was gonna or a cyberpunk they don't want, they don't want a cyberpunk they yeah. don't want a no man's sky yeah they, they want to come out with a, a brilliant product right off the bat and i think rockstar is capable of delivering that you know as they've shown with red dead redemption 2 totally. and everything they've done totally you know, it's but, stellar but because because i agree with everything that you're saying mm -hmm. i don't think that it's going to be 2025 just one i'm being pessimistic and lowering my own expectations it's smart. because I don't want to be bummed out yeah. when there's another full year gone by. For sure. Um, because I'm very excited for this game. Love GTA. Have always loved it. Again, played them when I was far too young. Of course. Like, that sounds the best. Yeah. Stealing cars and like beating up uh, strippers is not how you should uh, develop your 10-year-old yeah. brain. But I did. So yeah. I like these games. Uh, but yeah, I just don't want to be bummed out. And maybe that's where my thought process is coming from. But I think they're taking their time because, yeah, they don't want to be lumped in with like Blizzard mm -hmm. and, you know, start producing these 
really huge games that are just not done yeah. and then releasing them and then being like, well, we'll do a hot fix. We'll do a patch. Like, I don't know. Even Baldur's Gate has had so many patches that a lot of times it's like you can't play the game at yeah. a cer- after a certain patch. Like, it's not possible to play. Mm-hmm. So I think to not do that and to not overwork, you know, their workers and stuff and be inhumane. Right. I don't know. I don't I don't see 2025. It's, I still think because, again, you know, with GTA 5, they, they dropped the ball a little bit. I'm sure this was all by design. And of course, the industry has changed so much in 10 years. But yeah. if my memory serves, uh, online GTA 5 didn't launch with the campaign. It, it, there was a bit of a delay until yeah. GTA 5 online came out. And my goodness, Rockstar makes so much money yeah. on GTA Online. Like, that's why GTA 5 is still getting updated because people, I mean, there's millions of dollars going into that store every single day, I would assume. So I, I think they're going to have everything lined up, including GTA 6 Online, so that with the hype, people are just going to be like, because they're going to spend big bucks right on launch. So you, you know? think they're going to launch online at the same exact time? You are I do. really I'm being really optimistic. optimistic. It's because it's Rockstar. Like, if yeah. there's any company I think that I could trust to, like, actually deliver on the I promises. I agree. I think it's Rockstar. I think they can pull it off. And it just, again, it's there's so much investment into this game. Yeah. And a, a decade plus of hype. Um, I just, I, I, I can't imagine them not nailing the execution man my hopes are so high this is this is a recipe for disaster it sounds it really like you're is. bumming yourself out as you I, talk um, more about I just, it i have a feel i'm never this optimistic but like i just have a feeling they're gonna at least have a smooth delivery whether or not i'm gonna enjoy the game as much as previous grand theft autos that's kind of i'm curious what they're gonna do to make it new and refreshing exactly. like you said like online is so popular yeah and they, they're still putting they're out still updating updates. It. Yes. So I'm like, what are you bringing to the table yes. with this new game that is going to make me go, oh, wow. 100%. Because um, sure, yes, better graphics, you know, interesting quests and storylines mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. characters. Yeah, but everybody knows the whole point of GTA isn't really about, I mean, the yeah. characters are great. Don't get me wrong. They're fun. They're mm-hmm. insane. Um, but like, I can't imagine being so invested in yeah. my character that that's what holds me. And even as someone who I've played the GTA Five campaign, I think three times now, okay. and I play very little of the online. I've been getting more into the online recently, but I just, I've always kind of been more of a, I, I love the campaign of okay. Grand Theft Auto. The characters are amazing. The writing is great. It's very well performed. It's really it's very funny. Well paced. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. That being said, even as someone who is invested in the campaign of Grand Theft Auto and the kind of Bonnie and Clyde situation they have going on with Six, the setting in Miami or Vice City, yeah. pardon me, super pumped about that. But I can't help but feel how different can it possibly be from Grand yeah. Theft Auto Five, a game that is constantly being updated, a game that is still well revered. Like, what new could they do to make the jump feel like the jump from four to five was? Um, Will they be able to pull off another kind of significant jump like that? I don't know. Uh, granted, I'm not as creative as the people at Rockstar, and I'm sure there's all sorts of crazy ideas and things that you'll be able to do. Yeah. But I have a hard time wrapping my mind around just how much better it could possibly be. And for that reason, I'm worried it won't live up to the hype. I think that they should put more sharks in the ocean. Yes. And I think, Always a good idea. Oh, and especially we're going to be right there in Miami, Vice City. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think as soon as you touch that water, you should get eaten by a shark. Nice. I think you should not be allowed to go in the water. Okay. Uh, I think you should be able to, I don't know, go to like a Miami nightclub. I think there's got to be a lot of like Cuban influence and mm-hmm. like really, I think you should be able to eat food as much yeah. as you want in the game. 
I just want to go to Miami maybe and just yeah, I think maybe I should do that. <laughs> maybe I just want to go to Miami and eat good yeah. food. Ceviche. Ooh, oh, ceviche. Uh I think we need more motorcycles too. Vehicles in general. More vehicles in like, general. More creative more options. Yeah, the more creative vehicles the better. The way I play GTA, I will especially after a long day. And living in New York, we don't drive. Do you just beat often. people? I up? don't drive. I don't do you know. run people over? No. I did when I was younger. How do you Nowadays, blow off steam when you play GTA? I just, I just cruise around, like honestly, and doing like little stuff. I do, I swear. With the radio? Uh, and that's what I was going to say. Dude, I love, okay, Marcus, you and I, man, I love to just drive in GTA and follow the rules of traffic. Oh my gosh. Like a nerd. Yes. Stop at the red lights, radio's on. I'm like, I got nowhere to be right now. I'm not doing a quest. I'm not looking at the quest markers. I'm like, get out yeah. of here. I'm just driving, baby. This is really embarrassing, but I did not get my license until later in life, until I was 25 in New York City. And I, I had driven as a teenager. Like I learned how to drive, uh, but parents insurance it was a whole thing i didn't get my license so i had to reteach myself how to drive after like five years Hard. and i was in new york not like i could just borrow a car i could have rented anyway i used grand theft auto 5 to like practice i was went first person mode and i was like follow every rule of the road pay attention to the signs it, it wasn't very useful to be honest it didn't really transition i did pass my test but Congrats. yeah i 100 percent was like i will follow every yield i will not hit anyone i will I just love cruise this. to the music and it'll be it'll be good to go. This is amazing. I'm sure you're not the only one. No, no I'm sure there was great. a lot of teenagers out there too yeah. who were like, perfect, I know how to drive now. So I guess that's what I would want more than anything from Grand Theft Auto Six would be to you enhance that experience. Turn your blinker on yes. in Grand Theft Auto no, Six is what kidding. you're saying. Like, okay, double radio stations. I don't think that's too much to ask. Double um, radio stations? Yeah, like there's a ton of radio options, obviously, for yeah. Grand Theft Auto Five, and they're great. Oh, double the radio. I yeah. thought you meant play two songs at one time, yeah. and I was like, that's a bad idea. Don't do that. And they've updated their radio too, you yeah. know, in the last 10 years. So it's not like they don't, but I want even more. I mm -hmm. want even more. I want, there's not enough of like my kind of music. Dua on Lipa. The, on the, the, yeah. Do yeah. you like Dua Lipa? Sure. I don't even know who that is. What's your kind of music? I'm like dad rock. Oh, God. Yeah, it's bad. All I'm like, right. so you want, like the, my favorite band. The Eagles. Are... Yeah. Oh, and there is Marcus. like, there is a dad rock station. I forget what it's called in Los Santos, but there's only like one. And I would like at least like three classic rock stations. You hear this, Rockstar? This is what you need. Take you, notes. You have a lot of, I love me some hip hop. And okay. you, got the, you got the West Coast classics. Yeah. You got, you got the, the more new age stuff. More, more hip hop terms. though. Yeah, well, they have a ton. Of, I'm saying they have like ten. Oh, they just need more channels. dad rock. They need more, a little more dad rock. Okay. And maybe some like '90s alternative would be nice. Okay, I'm like into that. that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, they got enough like EDM in there. They're definitely going to do more radio. I'm predicting that for sure. For sure. There's definitely going to gonna be more radio stations because yeah. they know everybody loves them. And they've been adding to that as well on Grand Theft Auto Five, so that's already there. But it would be kind of cool to have more like destructible objects like when uh, you're driving around right like if you crash into a building you just crash into a building yeah you tell your car you can knock the lights yeah, over you can knock the lights mailbox. over the signs mailbox but like what if like you hit into a building and you like Mess crash the building into up. the building i'm not saying like make a whole coffee shop inside that you can interact with but like if a chunk of the building comes flying off yeah. maybe hits a pedestrian that's kind of fun yeah okay that's like that so you want more destruction and accidental deaths by proxy of destruction. Correct. I love it. I don't think that's too much to ask for a Grand Theft Auto game. I love it. Yeah. A little tidbit, too, that, that I uh, secretly love. I have a friend that works at Rockstar. Oh. And I can't. Are they the leaker? No, and they won't tell me anything, uh, but they're great. Are you the leaker? Oh, no. my God. We found them. No, it's not me. <laughs> Although, I, pff, believe me, I would. 
Uh, TMZ, hi, yes, I have video game information. I think that leaker is getting sued for millions, oh, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. But no, um, <laughs> this is no leak, no, no spoilers, and she won't tell me anything because she knows better. Every time I see her, she's like, you work for video games. I can't. I'm like, you work for video games. She is uh, partly designing the new uh, girl, the oh, new Grand nice. Theft Auto, like cover girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it girl, because she does the key art. The Lindsay Lohan. What? I think Lindsay Lohan sued Rockstar for taking her likeness, likeness in Grand Theft Auto V. In five, the bikini girl. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like her. It I'm doesn't sorry. Look, I, don't I was think gonna she had a say. Case. I don't think that is her. No. Um, but yeah, the new bikini girl. She's been designing her, and she told me a bit about it. And I mean, what a cool job! One, she's an yeah. amazing artist. But like, so fun to be working on that. And then she also was designing the in-game billboards. Oh, nice. And like all the in-game like fake signage stuff, which I think you never think about that as a player, but like I do. I do. Yeah, I, yeah, I love it. They're hilarious too. Oh, it's, it's, they're great. They're, everything's like little Easter eggs and so fun. So I was like, tell me about it. And she was like, no. So <laughs> I don't have any information, but she, uh, she does that kind of stuff. And I was just like, I can't wait for the game to come out. When's it coming out? And she was like, no time soon. And I was like, okay. So fair. that's fair. adding to the pessimism. But yeah, I, I'm pumped for it. I guess we'll have to see if our, our predictions come true, but cautiously optimistic. I mean it it will be the most hyped I can't remember the last time maybe Breath of the Wild where I was talking about a game well over a year in advance before you know this and people feels, have been talking about this for years this but. feels very like Kingdom Heartsy to me too with the oh, time sure. the time gap that was yeah. a game for me that when Kingdom Hearts 3 came out mm -hmm. it had been yeah over 10 12 years yeah I think, from, I think around three. god crazy so I yeah I had played that as a teen yeah and then in my adult life Finally, I got to to play the new game, and it was really exciting. But I will say, the wait is a long time. I wonder if they will lose some people on the wait, having discovered new games and kind of moving on and putting away childish things. Yeah. They don't crash into buildings anymore. They play big boy games like right. Baldur's Gate. Okay, I see. I see where you're going with that. <laughs> I, I still. I listen. I wasn't. I wasn't hyped about Avatar two. Mm -hmm. I, didn't th I thought it would flop in comparison to the first, mm -hmm. and it's like top three highest grossing movie of all time. So Marcus's predictions Sometimes are bad. Sometimes the hype. Uh, yes, with that, it was bad. I mean, I knew it would do well. I just didn't know that well. James Cameron. Okay, anyway. Grand Theft Auto is a sequel, obviously. Yeah. With movies and video games, sequels are very is popular this, is franchises. Is a six sixthquel. Yes, a, a sexquel. Sexquel. Oh, boy. Hmm. I mean, it, it, yeah. Hmm. We, we know clip, Grand clip Theft Auto. That. Yeah. Clip Marcus saying sexquel. Sex cool. They'll be like hot coffee. Anyway, um, <clears throat> sequels do very, very well, but so do remasters and remakes, as we know. Yeah. A trend that is continuing to grow within video games, much like in the movie industry. People people love their nostalgia and they, they want to they relive the experience in a modern lens. Totally understand that. But then we get things like The Last of Us Part Two remastered. Yeah. The Last of Us 2, I, you know, that was the last generation. Last of Us 1 was PlayStation 3, Last of Us 2 PlayStation 4. This game, it feels like it came out yesterday. Not that long ago. Yeah, yeah even though it was a few years ago. So does it it brings up the question. Yeah. Are we getting oversaturated and carried away with remasters, remakes? We just had the Resident Evil 4 remake. Mm, this is yeah, this is a so this is a good question, but I think we should bring this up with our guest that we have today uh, because she we have a guest. Surprise, surprise! Uh, she is a big fan of horror games and stuff. She's wonderful. Uh, so I think we should get her opinion on this. We have Cucumber Cosplay with us today. Uh, looking really forward to uh, talk, yeah. talking to her about everything. Cucumber Cosplay is coming up. <laughs>
Welcome to Next Level Play Cucumber Cosplay. Thank you for, for hanging out with us. Thanks for having me. Hello. Of course. And you look amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't realize you'd be coming, obviously, in cosplay. Duh. It, it's fitting. You look great. Yeah. Who, who are you right now? I'm cosplaying 2B from Near Automata. Ah, okay. The character's name is 2B. Yes. 2B. Okay. She's cool. Nice. What What's her deal? So she's like a cyborg. Oh, dope. Okay. And she's a killer. Ooh. Very cool. And she's hot. Yeah. Because I looked up what the character <laughs> The character's really... Now we got to play this game. It's a little I objectifying, Sydney, but like, yes, she's... I think you're allowed... I think you're allowed to be objective and be like, I just think this person's attractive and there's nothing wrong with that inherently. I'm not being weird. I mean... Everyone's agreeing with me online. I do agree she's a babe. Okay, thank you. Right, okay, good. there we she's go. I should and say... we're both women saying this. Yeah, she's so we're allowed, so, actually. Just, Marcus, yeah. you are not allowed. You're not allowed. Well, she's a robot, so like maybe I can then... Okay, you can love the robot side of her. You can objectify a... a I mean, now Whoa, we're getting into... Wait, AI. special interest is robots. Hold on. Do you say you can objectify a robot? We're getting into AI ethics I was about now, to say, it's yeah. it's a very tricky, This is a slippery, slippery slope. slope. Because isn't there that that uh, AI robot, Sophia, who has like her Ooh. own thinking? You know what I'm talking about? With, like the rubber face and she can like talk. She's going to come after you. A future note to our inevitable AI overlords. I respect your rights. I respect your we women respect you. robots. Okay, you're, keep, <laughs> you can vote. <laughs> you can vote. <laughs> and whatever you want. God, he's sweating. I promise. <laughs> anyway, cucumber cosplay. Can I call you cucumber? Yes. Can, can I, I call, call you, you cuke? cuke? Sure. <laughs> I'll just call you cucumber. Cumber. I like how we both wanted to call her cute. Yeah, I mean, it's just Go for it. This is like a cute little, cute little nickname. What's up, cuke? Uh, thank you so much for coming. Um, so tell me about like, this is our first time meeting. You guys have met before, actually. Mm -hmm. You met on, what was the show? Kills, Thrills, and Chills. Kills, yes. Thrills, and Chills. Okay, so I heard about this. Marcus mentioned it, and he was like, yeah, I almost had a wife. He, like, said, so what is the well, show? It wasn't me. me. I was a character of Count Lazarus. Count of, Lazarus. Of Transylvania. Right, okay? of course. And who course. were you? <laughs> I was just a contestant. Okay, so you were a contestant, yeah. but you didn't make it to the end. She I made, well, it she made it to the, the finale. finale. You made yeah. it to the finale? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was very close. Very close. Very close. Our case file to my right has stuck around all the way to the finals, giving me hope for mortality once more. Introduce yourself, please, my dear. I'm Jamie, I'm from Brooklyn, and I'm ready to win. Oof, did you hear that confidence, that spike in volume? She's a feisty one, Alejandro. Okay, I don't care about any of this. Where is he? If she can make it to 2 a.m. without dying, that may just be enough to pull ahead. But will she have enough time? Only one minute and 45 seconds remain, and she's still at 12 a.m. Things are looking grim. Video error. She's made it to 1 a.m. There's still hope for her yet. Please, 2 a.m. Please, 2 a.m. Of course I'm biased, Cornelius. I need myself a bride. Oh my god, it's the thing. Okay, okay, it's just the thing. I reboot it all. There is only one minute and five seconds remaining. I think if she can survive, I think it'll turn to two AM. True or false? In a Russian variation on Hansel and Gretel, the witch met in the forest is actually Baba Yaga. 
very close on the buzzer. I do believe it was Alejandro by a hair. I'm gonna have to say true. Are you sure? Yes! You can change your answer. No, thank you. That is correct. Congratulations, Alejandro. You are the winner <laughs> of season four of Kills, Thrills, and Chills. Jamie, you've played so well, and we're so close at being my bride. But unfortunately, this is the end of the road for your life. You are another tombstone in the Kills, Thrills, and Chills graveyard. Rest in peace. I'm so sorry that you didn't win. It's okay. Okay. It was poor Lazarus is the real loser because with Alejandro yeah. winning, you know, that meant his soul was doomed to another few centuries of the undead and being stuck with Cornelius the Bat as his in my opinion. A lot of lore happening. I, There's I so much think, lore. There's a lot of lore. How Lazarus should have been a little more progressive. And you know, I think Alejandro would have made a great potential undead husband. That is so true. Bring him back into well, it wouldn't have been undead because to get Count Lazarus needed to get married and then he'd become alive again, and so that was the whole point. But then, I think the point you're making is vampires are allowed to be gay. Va <laughs> yes, and should be, in my opinion. I think are incredibly progressive. Totally, and at the very least, like after being alive for so long, yeah. if they're not, I mean, what are they doing? If not like gay, then at least like Marlon Brando levels of like, hey, I'll take. Take a little from here, take a little from there. Richard Pryor, you want to come on in? Like, hey, we're going to have a good time. You're more upset about what happened to Lazarus. I was invested in you his character. You were very invested. Yeah, I wondered what was best He was for really him. into it. Too, too, too into That's, it. I get that. Thank you for coming back despite Marcus. Yes. But that wasn't your only chance at totally real and not scripted love, was it? It was also you were, oh, you were yeah, on you Battle were of the Rose. Battle well. of the oh, Rose. Yeah. yeah. How was that? I was awful. Oh, no. <laughs> Awful mean in what way? You were on both seasons, right? I lost the game. You didn't get the rose? I didn't get the rose. <sighs> Did you make it to the next round at least? I don't think so, okay. no. You I'm just digging up trauma. No. Oh no, <laughs> we're really just digging a hole. And how'd you do? Yeah. And why was it bad? Oh, just boy. bury that grave. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, well, I know that you like video games, but I know that mainly, you would say mainly you're, you're a cosplayer, right? Yeah. Tell me about yeah. like your cosplay journey how did you start cosplaying or when did you start sure um i started a couple years ago probably like five or six years ago um i started going to a convention with my friend who lived in florida and it just ex accelerated from there i guess <laughs> how do you tell the difference between someone in florida that is partaking in cosplay and someone who's just walking around in Florida, living their life. Yeah, I don't think I'm the right person yeah, okay. to answer that question. So, all right. Was the was the convention in Florida? Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay, is this a Comic Con, like a Comic Con esque, or it was like a very small con. Okay. Um, I think we cosplayed Naruto. Ooh, so nice. yeah, I did see Nade. Okay. She did female Naruto. Oh, fun. Okay, yeah. love love the gender flip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, so have you been to a lot of conventions since then? Is that like your main thing when you go out and cosplay? Yeah, so I definitely like to travel for conventions. Um, next month, I'm going to KatsuCon, which is in D.C. area. Yeah. So that one's really cool. Nice. What's, like, what's KatsuCon's main thing? Um, it's mostly like an anime convention. Cool. But a lot of people like 
they go hard at KatsuCon, like all their big armor builds and stuff. Oh, cool. So it's like a very popular convention. Oh, like a lot of like mech build type yeah. things. Oh, that's fun. That's yeah. really fun. What's like your favorite style? Do you have like a genre that you lean towards or? I mostly do anime characters or like video games. Name a few video game characters you've done. Tell me yeah. more. Oh, probably Ada Wong. Like oh, <laughs> oh okay. hell yeah. Okay. Mommy. I, okay. Into it. <laughs> into it. <laughs> Okay, love so that. that's one of my favorites. <laughs> what is the first video game you played? Mm. Oh, the first one? Yeah, if you can remember ever. ever. I think Sonic Adventure. Oh, oh good choice. Yeah. Okay. Fun. Okay. okay. All right. A little have you chow ever, action. Ever cosplayed? Yeah. Have you ever cosplayed as Sonic? <laughs> no, I haven't. But Sonic is like very popular in the cosplay community. I can like, see that. People Wait, do like furry versions of it and mm -hmm. like, like oh, yeah. ears. Oh. How have I not seen? Oh, possible. Amy Rose. There's yeah. some, you can oh, go down. Well, and, and don't Amy even Rose. get me started on Rouge the Bat. All right. Salt like, and I know. What have you seen online yeah. that I haven't? I've seen a lot of Rouge the Bat that I haven't wanted to see. I'll I don't know why. Much. My immediate thought was like a dope knuckles cosplay with like mm. big built out like fake fists you know or yeah. something like that would be fun uh red dreadlocks yeah it would look it would just look really dope i couldn't pull it off but i somebody out there has i gotta look this up i didn't yeah. know the was this after the movie or like i don't what know it it's, blow it's up? a very popular franchise that's okay. yeah, true people love yeah. their sonic people do i didn't people realize it was a, a cosplay thing though yeah. did you go to um comic-con in new york yes I've been like the past like five years. What'd you oh, nice. what'd you do this year? Um so I did Draculina from the Vampirella mm. series. Fun. Yes. <laughs> so fun. Oh, I was at Comic Con. I wish that I oh, knew you were? Yeah, I wish I knew you then. I would have like hung out with you. Did you cosplay? I actually did this year. Ooh. I don't Oh, you did? This is great that I'm talking to you because yeah. I don't yeah. I don't normally cosplay i wouldn't say, i like it of course i love dressing up i love buying wigs unnecessarily i have too many anyway <laughs> me too um <laughs> i borrow marcus's wigs mm -hmm. <laughs> um but i went as asuka langley from neon genesis oh, evangelion yeah it's my favorite. dude it was the first time that i've done like like a hot cosplay like a female like anime girl cosplay because normally i feel like i lean more into like the gender flip I yeah. did her and then I did Future Trunks from Dragon Ball. Oh, nice. So, like, that was my gender flip. And I had, like, I dyed my hair purple and I had, like, baggy Ooh. pants on. But when I did the Asuka, I felt, like, really exposed in a way. Wait, what version of Asuka? Oh, <laughs> super it was, like, the tight leather. Yeah, like, the, the whole leather suit with, like, the little backpack. Yeah. Um, and the eye patch and the wig. Um, oh, so the rebuild version. The rebuild version. Uh, but she, God, you know yourself. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like it was my first time. Gosh, like putting it on in my apartment in Brooklyn and then riding the train. Oh, you went there on the train. Oh my god! And I rode oh, I the L imagine. train, and then I like got into Manhattan, and I was the whole Literally time. The worst. I was just like, <sighs> "Don't look at me. <laughs> Do not perceive me." Yeah. And I don't know why I felt so nervous. Like I had fun cosplaying, and once I was at the con, obviously totally different vibe because everybody is so supportive. Yeah. It's a totally different experience when you're like on the public transit going there do you do that different once in a while i started now just uh changing at the con okay and like putting myself in co-check okay because i didn't know Smart. i didn't know like what that felt like for cosplayers too because i feel like you you become it when you're at the convention and then i feel like immediately all i wanted to do was take it off as soon as i was done i was like oh yeah definitely. no 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 don't rip everything off <laughs> okay so you feel the yeah. same way okay yeah. all right so i'm not alone but it was so much fun. So do you get a lot of like attention at cons, like photos and other people who were from the same franchise, like taking group photos and stuff? 
Yeah, um, definitely depends what I'm wearing. Like, I'm sure you know, like, if you were dressed up as sexy Oscar, like, a lot of people are coming up to you. So many dudes. Yeah. <laughs> so many dudes. What? No. I've never talked to so many I, men in my life. I'm shocked. Oscar's my favorite waifu. Dude, <laughs> I should go to a bar dressed as Asuka. Like, so if you want to date, just dress as an anime girl and go to a bar, I guess. It'll, it, um, it, it, it would yeah. work. I can It would work. Okay, yeah, so Marcus no. is on board. So, yeah, it depends on what you're wearing. That makes sense. Yeah. Have sure. you done a lot of, like, gender flipping? I find that so fun. Um... Not too much. I do cosplay like male characters, though. Okay. Yeah, not too much gender flipping, though. Well, and I was going to ask, too, because I, I follow you on Instagram. Big fan of your stuff. And yeah, you looked amazing at, at, at uh, Comic-Con. And I noticed you. you have a lot of like friends that you collaborate with a lot in the community. And you guys have similar costumes and sometimes even not. Um, so what is that community aspect kind of like with, with cosplayers? Is it kind of a close-knit community? Are you all generally supportive of each other? Is Do you hang out just... outside of yeah. conventions? Or you find your group and kind of stick with that? What's that experience been like um, for you? I think it's different for everyone. Sure. Um, I do have a lot of friends in the community. Uh, we definitely met from like cosplaying the same franchises. So we probably like met at like photo shoots or something or like follow each other on Instagram. Like, oh, you do this cosplay? I do this one from the same franchise. Like. My friend Kenya, we met because we both cosplayed Fake Grand Order. Okay. Um, I cosplayed uh, Shootin' Doji, and she cosplayed my sister, Ibaraki Doji. So then we collaborated for a photo shoot, and now we're, like, really good friends. That's awesome. Ah, yeah. I love that. Do you repeat stuff then and, like, go with a group of people and, like, take an old costume and bring it back for a certain event? or? Oh, yeah. It's definitely better to cosplay in a group. Okay. I would definitely recommend that. Yeah. That seems like the vibe. And also, like, I don't know. It's such a cool moment if you're at a convention and you love a show and you see like six people dressed from yeah, the print totally. it's just you yeah you're like finally my take people. a picture with me yeah uh oh that's so cool okay it, so oh go ahead oh, i was just gonna ask you know we talked about comic-con and different conventions you've gone to around the country is there kind of a like a wrestlemania like big name <laughs> i'm thinking of wrestling because that's cosplay kind of sort yeah, of um, yeah sort of um is there like a big kind of main event kind of convention or event for cosplayers is it comic-con or is it something different or? so i'm only really familiar with stuff on the east coast sure yeah so yeah. i would definitely say it's like comic-con and the one i mentioned before KatsuCon. that's a really big mm. one um dragon con is big too right dragon and, and, con too okay yeah i know that one yeah that one's like a big party con yeah so i've heard yeah. i've heard people get pretty wild have you been yeah i went there one year was it fun it was crazy yeah did you get fucked up um, <laughs> probably. You don't remember? That one's fun. They have like a, a really big costume contest. And I know like people just go all out with their cosplay stuff. And I think one year, the someone dressed as the elevator of like the main hotel. Oh, yeah. People but, yeah. like go hard on like dressing like the carpet. Yes, and the stuff. carpet. <laughs> I, okay, so yeah. Weird. <laughs> I read about that and I was just like, what? I thought I knew what cosplay was, but I guess not. Uh, uh, I've got a question for both of you. Budget, notwithstanding, anything you want, dream like cosplay. If you could do anything in the world, unlimited budget, unlimited resources, time, you can have someone make it for you. You can be anything. So my dream cosplay is there's this uh, latex maker who lives in Russia, but he does like he specializes in Evangelion plug suits. And my dream cosplay would be his Ray plug oh. suit. But it's literally like the white one. Yeah, like the, yeah. It's yeah. over plug five thousand dollars. <laughs> what is the, plug suit? The plug suit is the suit they wear That's in the neck. That's what they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's like it's skin tight, so it would have to be made to your body too. Yeah. That's, Can that... I like charge my iPhone? 
<laughs> hey, for $5,000, it better, be able it to, better charge my MacBook. It better start my car. Or is it going to connect me to some like good stuff you know, off the market? <laughs> like what kind of plug in your phone and it downloads illegal TV shows? Hell yeah. Uh, damn, that would be cool. What's your dream cosplay? Gosh, now I don't know. You, <laughs> you thought so big. I was just like, oh, I wish I could. Oh, you know what I would love to do? A Joan of Arc cosplay in like full armor. Ooh. Oh, that's so interesting. Like That'd just real. I mean, if I had the money, I would have somebody make it into like a super light wear so it wouldn't be actual plate armor that I have to walk around in. But I've always wanted to do like chain mail and yeah. like heavy plate armor and stuff uh, and have like period accurate like shoes or something. Oh. <laughs> I think that would be really fun. Uh, but you yeah. You play Joan of Arc. Yeah. I, can see it. I, I could can wear see a it. short little wig yeah. or something. Yeah. That would be fun. That's yeah. awesome. I think that's mine. What about you? Have you cosplayed? I have not cosplayed. I, I'm one of those that I'll, I'll like put on a, a satchel bag and a, a button up for Halloween and be like, I'm a teacher's assistant during college and hand out like grades, like minimalist. Sorry, wait, hold on. For Halloween, yeah, you hand out assignments to people. As a child, you did that. This was like, when yeah, I was, wait, like eighteen, like, nineteen. I'm grading <laughs> papers, yeah. and you're like ten years old. Your parents are like, God, our kid's a nerd. When I was in high school. I'm not proud of this. I just put like a belt around my neck and went as David Carradine. Not proud of that. If I had any budget and I could do anything, yeah. I think I would think I would lean into the gender swap. Okay. And mm -hmm. I would be uh, I think I would be Samus. Samus Aran. But oh. like full on you yes. know. On the armor version? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Of okay. And with uh You're not gonna wear the tight latex yeah. suit. <laughs> I mean underneath I would. Okay. <laughs> underneath I would. Um and only then, you would know you're yeah, wearing that's, I mean, maybe I'll that's strip it off. Just for you. I mean, if we're talking unlimited budget, let's do like the an Iron Man off. situation where it's yeah. <laughs> and you have a blonde wig. Of course. Okay. Of course. Well, I'll just dye it. Go big or go home. Okay. Grow, Grow your out. hair out. Yeah, dye it. Wow. 100%. You're and committed. Then, yeah, I want like I want the big old shoulders, the yeah. various suit version. Yeah. But like classic red. We don't need the gravity suit. That's a little too much. And like the gun, oh, obviously. Of yeah. Arm uh, cannon. 100%. So cool. And like you could twist it and go in like missile mode. <sighs> That'd be my thing. Oh, See, and then also I'd curl up into a ball and roll around. This is this is why I'm so amazed by like the cosplay community though, because I do see some of these things that people make. And I watch a lot of like TikToks and Instagram videos. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm super interested in the crafting aspect of and this is not what I do when I cosplay. Yeah. But like somebody who makes an arm cannon where when you twist it, like a light comes on yeah. and they're, they're like, I did this wiring with like an LED strip connected to a battery hidden in a pocket. And I'm just like, <laughs> ah, you're so cool and so smart. Like, it's amazing. But yeah, yeah. I one budget two time. I guess I have another question regarding like you mentioned Halloween. Do you sort of like limit your cosplay meter to an event or like, you know, what cons you're going to? Like, do you also go all out for Halloween? I feel like when you have that mindset, you can't help but want to dress up all the time. But how do you feel about it? Oh, I think this is like a universal thing amongst cosplayers. Like we definitely are relaxed at Halloween. And really? Like don't okay. do much. Yeah. So you chill. common theme with everyone. Yeah. yeah. You have so much of it during the rest well, of the year. Also, Comic-Con in New York City is October. Yeah. yeah. So like that's a lot. And then there's also Anime NYC in November. Yes. Yeah. So it's like two big events like right there. And then there's Halloween. I guess you could repeat your costume if you right. just wanted yeah. to go out to a party on Halloween. But is that frowned upon? Like back? No, no. Oh, okay. Wear whatever you want. Okay. All right. Sounds like the cosplay that. community is really like not toxic yeah. and friendly. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know about other people's experiences. I know some people complain about like, to like toxicity and stuff, but. I haven't really come across that. That's great that you surround yourself with like good, good people in the, right. in the community, yeah. though. But you also like video games as well. Mm -hmm. And I know I heard a little birdie told me that you <laughs> like horror games. Yes. OK. Have you played Doki Doki Literature Club? 
So I actually started that, but I never finished it. How could you not have finished it? I don't know. It? I feel like this is so up your alley. I know, right? Anime, Anime creepy yeah. story, like choosing, choosing your adventure yeah. sort of thing. Um, man, I, I, if I could put in my two cents, and I know we just met, I think you should finish it because there's a lot of twists and turns. Oh, I definitely will. I really enjoyed it. But I know that you two really like Resident Evil. Oh, yeah. Yes. Big time. Okay. What's your favorite game? Resident Evil game. I probably have a different perspective because I didn't grow up with it. Like, I recently started playing Resident Evil. But um, I think my favorite, I just finished the 4 remake. Okay. So I really like that one. And I really like 2 remake. And I know a lot of people don't like 3 remake, but I thought it was cool. It felt like an action movie, like just straightforward. <laughs> three, And I had this hot take when I was at the leaderboard. I made a whole video about it. But Resident Evil 3 is a spinoff of Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil Code Veronica is the real three. And when they were making the Resident Evil 2 remake, they were making it as just one big game, the two and three remake together. Uh -huh. And then they decided to split it. And like two was always beefier, meatier, had more going on. So you don't Leon think it's a declare. standalone, strong enough standalone game? I don't. But do you think it would have worked if they kept them together? Or would that have been like way too chonky? It would have been... Maybe like, it would have been like a DLC or something. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's mm. just not as substantial. And that was always my problem with 3. You yeah. play as Jill, and even on the PlayStation 1, it's significantly shorter than 2. Mm. Um, and so I kind of always had that in mind. And no, I think I think 2 was already the remake of 2. won a bunch of Game of the Year awards. It was super well-regarded. And if you added 3 to that, yeah, um, I just I think it would have been regarded even higher and been one of the greatest games of all time. And the the shortcomings of three, playing it knowing it kind of is an add-on to the main experience of two, I think would soften the blow of like Nemesis not being as memorable as Mr. X. Yeah, you know? it's there's like... always gonna be a standout, especially when you make eight games. I yeah. mean, yeah. like people are gonna have a favorite and a least favorite within. I think the remix thing is is really interesting. We were just talking about this before you came on with this sort of influx of remakes and remasters. And we were saying how Last of Us 2 has a remaster already. Oh yeah, already. I know, and yeah. that's what we said. We were like, it feels like that game just came out, even though it was a few years ago now, yeah. right? Two, three yeah. years ago. Is it worth it? Like, do people care about the remasters? Are they charging the full price like, for that, for the remaster? I don't know. You wanna search? I believe search so. It. I believe so. Well, <laughs> I research just, time. I just don't know if it's worth it. But if I, I can think... work it, whether or not I can put my thing down or reverse it. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm going to tell you to when I tell you to Google things. I go <laughs> flip it, reverse it. Um, well, and there was a huge controversy when. Sorry, not to interrupt you. You uh, are. Go on. <laughs> You'll continue to. No, I'm kidding. Go I on. am. Um, <laughs> last. Of, I was just going to say, Last of Us remake the first one. They charge full price for that. I remember. I that, remember that was a controversy. But yeah, sorry. Go well, on. I was only going to say it's interesting that you mentioned not having played Resident Evil when you were younger. So when you came into it, like obviously you would get the remakes or, or the remasters because yeah. that's the newest thing out and it has the better graphics and it's like less clunky. So for you, that made perfect sense. So is it a way to maybe get new players who haven't played before to come into the gaming franchise without having to play like, you know, a game from 2008 where the graphics just feel terrible? Like nobody's going to want to play that. Yeah. It, when you have a game compared now, like even 2016, the original Last of Us, the remaster was pretty beautiful. Like it really. Yeah, I understand upped. why they would do that for, for yeah. that one. Like the graphics were a little like. How much better can the graphics be at this point for the remaster? I know they I, added some like extra scenes too, right, or something. Did Just, they? Like, some like party scenes. It was like nothing major. Not enough to like. Not enough to change the story, yeah. or not a DLC, a full DLC. Yeah. yeah. Did they? Are they charging full price? <laughs> 
Let's find out. And to me, oh my it's going to be 50 Okay, so that's a little less. What, $10? That's not. $20 less. Wait for the Steam sale. Yeah. Yeah, wait yeah. for the Steam sale. Do not pay full price. So, so that's your opinion. If it's like a remaster remake, wait for the Steam sale? Yeah, definitely. T to me, it was already pushing it with the part one remaster. Um, and the way I look at it, like Resident Evil 2, which was already the original was one of my favorite games of all time before the remake. But that game came out in 1998. It had to be remastered. an old game. It's a 32-bit it's it's yeah. game. Yeah. It looks ridiculous. Resident Evil has changed so much. Totally. It's a different style of game. It doesn't have the tank controls. Like, totally makes sense why you would remake that. Even going from PlayStation 1 to GameCube with Resident Evil, the original, like the first one was basically a launch title and it was just a very archaic PS1 game. And they added... They like tripled the game with with the GameCube remake, so that that I was okay with, and the graphics looked ten times better. Um, then you have something like Resident Evil Four, where that came out in two thousand five, and when it first was announced, I was like, "Why would you remake that? We already have the over the shoulder kind of gameplay. The gameplay loop is the same. That game still holds up as like a." You sound like all of the haters. I know, I know, I know. You're being a real hater right now. One hundred percent, but. But I also realized, I'm like, okay, I went back and played for a little bit, and it, it hasn't aged as well as you think it, it has in your brain, and it's still like a PS2 GameCube game. There was enough there to remake it okay. and make it worth, I assume. I, I'll let you tell me if, if you... Have you played the original Resident Evil 4? No. no. Just, Just the remake? remake. Okay. Yeah. But you liked the remake. Yeah. Everyone your, loved the remake. Yeah, that's your it's favorite. Beautiful, it's, it's a beautiful modern. game. Yeah. But it's still a totally built from the ground up, like, it's it's... Like remaking a movie, like it's it's a new team and you're making something new with a new kind of lens and there's enough different there while keeping the nostalgia. Last of Us, to my understanding, they didn't add anything. They had already remastered it for four yeah. and then they said basically they built it from the ground up again, but it's everything happens the same way. It's all seems the same to me. So I don't understand where where a 50 to 70 dollar investment would be <laughs> me, worth it when i me, have the ps3 and ps4 version totally to me it's what you said about like remaking a movie it feels like for the last of us 2 part 2 it's like they filmed the same exact movie with like a better lens you know like they went back and shot everything on the same camera with the same actors and like we're like we actually got a lens that's like a thousand dollars like a thousand dollars not a lot uh like a really nice whatever lens and now it looks crisper and the colors <laughs> are more rich and i think yeah, for me, I've played the game. I own the game still. I love the game. I loved part one. I loved part two. I'm not buying the remaster. They're not selling that to me. I'm not the audience for that. And I loved the game. I think it is for someone who missed out at the time. They missed the boat. They missed the hype. And it's sort of like a new hype of being like, we remastered it and we added a few scenes. Also because the show is out now. That's, that's like partnering a larger yeah. audience. That is exactly. So they're like, oh, cash grab. Yeah. So you, so I kind of, hot. I do feel like it's a cash grab. Granted, they're making changes. Yes, they made it a little bit cleaner looking. Yes, they added a few scenes. I think if you bundle a remaster with DLC, I think that's a really fun idea. You're adding something at least to the game that didn't come before. And then I think it's worth like a $50 price tag. But 50 bucks to me, that's a whole nother game. Yeah. Exactly. I, I Not worth need, it. At minimum. First of all, I'd have to be like obsessed with the series. Yeah. And you would need to give me at least, I'd say, five more hours of content for me to 
that's a minimum and wow. that's something i'm obsessed with wow but yeah i'm sorry if i'm paying that much money no, totally. for like a remake you know I'd, there's so many options out there for i could buy five indie games for that title you know for that price and true and and get enough out of it and for me it's it's like last of us one came out in 2013 i believe which was it yeah so oh i thought it was 2016 i'm off and it's playstation 3 game so like yeah. getting that upgraded even though they, i wish they changed more totally I get it. Yeah. But with, with Last of Us Part Two, that was a late PS4 title that came out, what, 2020? Yeah. Well, um, I'm thinking they're also using not only the show as like the cash grab, but new new console. They're like, well, yeah. now oh, yeah. you get on PS5. And I'm like, I still have my PS4. Like, I can play the game. I'm not losing out on that. I might lose credibility here oh, <laughs> to boy. everyone. But I'm sorry. Like, the generation gap right now as it stands of late PS4 to PS5 my my eye has trouble picking it up sometimes. I'm just gonna say that much. What do you mean? I still play my PlayStation 4 a lot, and yeah. there's still, the graphical jump from PS4 to PS5 oh, is not enough of a you. selling point for me personally. Do you have a PS5? Yes. Are you lying? Yeah, what, what was no. that? What was that? You're like thinking about it. Yeah, I don't have a PS5. I don't, don't have a PS5. Okay, wait, wait. <laughs> Why are you? No one's coming after you. Marcus, yeah. you it's don't. my credibility. You don't have to be afraid of them. I'm a PC gamer. I got a Switch. I hey. play my PlayStation hey, 4 hey, all the time. Hey, you don't have to say that. <laughs> got my I, N64, my GameCube at home. I don't have a PS5. I wish I did. I don't have one. I, I still have I don't either. But again, <laughs> I can't justify buying it. I couldn't justify buying it when it was $900 something dollars. But I still can't justify buying it because I have a PS4 that works. I sound like my mom. Yeah. Like, you have a PS4 <laughs> that, We're becoming our that works perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like I have my gaming PC. I have my Switch. Yeah. I have my PS4. I have my PS2 from my childhood. You know, like I have plenty of game consoles. And also I live in a New York City apartment. <laughs> There's I only so much space. I don't have that have much so console room space. Yeah. We got two Switches. Wall of two. consoles. My NES. Yeah, my brother's oh, got one. I got one. We weren't always roommates. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta do what you gotta do. I mean, I mean hey. hey, you make it work when you're in New York City. You work with what you got, and I'm perfectly happy playing that. So I think we've answered our question. We're not gonna be buying that remaster. <laughs> Although I do really want you to play Last of Us. So if you want to buy the remaster, oh, definitely, yeah. You you have permission. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so okay, so you have yet to play Last of Us. I highly recommend because you like horror. What was the first horror game or like movie? Like what got you into horror as a genre? Um, I can't really think of it. I think I just like during COVID, I just bought Resident Evil 7. Oh, and I was like, I just started like trying to stream on Twitch. And I was like, Oh, I want something interesting to stream. So I tried to play that. And <laughs> it was how to go so scary. I, <laughs> I'm getting chills terrified. Like, thinking about it. <laughs> like the part like the part going into like the back house, like Marguerite's area. That part is just so scary. Like, especially like my first experience with a Resident Evil game. Oh, that was your was that first? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Intense. Yeah, that You're is intense. so brave. I but literally was so scared. I was shaking. So, <laughs> so similar. Like, I streamed during COVID too. I thought the same thing. I was like, I want like an interesting game. I like horror stuff, but I'm not like, I've never played horror games. And I played Last of Us. And I was like, screaming yeah. like screaming, <laughs> terrified. But you like that feeling, right? Like, are you one of those people that are like, I like to be scared? Yeah, but like now I'm way better at like dealing with horror games. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like you're much more chill on yes, stream. Yes. <laughs> you don't scream as loudly. I don't hyperventilate anymore. Like I'm okay. That's why I like horror games though. Cause for me, like I grew up with scary movies when I was way too young. 
and I'm totally desensitized to them. Like movies don't scare me, but video games, if I have like headphones on, the oh, lights are off, and yes. I'm just I like it's by up yourself. To me. Yeah, yeah, you it's monster. Up to me to get, get, you know, get out of that situation. You're telling me you don't stream with the lights off by yourself? Oh hell no! The you lights them on? <laughs> well, I have like my backlights, like the okay. LED lights. Okay, the, the colorful ones. Yeah. And since I streamed eight, like I knew it was a lot less scary because. Yeah someone's there with you and so yeah. like, you know it yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. takes you out of it a little bit that's but why like, that's why i'm growing to like horror games we talked about this off air but like i'm growing to love horror games like lethal company which yeah. i want to play with you just so you know yeah, we should uh play. <laughs> i'm gonna force you to play with me uh but it's like you get to be with other people so it kind of eases the tension of like those jump scares because you're laughing you're just like oh it's like ridiculous yeah. but really i'm like shaking like holding my mouse i'm like oh no 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 yeah. but yeah i think Playing with other people uh, is a is a lot more fun than playing alone in in the dark. Sadly, we're out of time, but we would love to have you back because we haven't talked about anime. I know uh, you brought some props this time that we want to yeah. check out. So we're gonna look at those props next time. Yeah. Next time for sure, we'll get to it. But... And uh, stick around because we're gonna move on to our tier list. Yes, next. yes, exciting tier lists every episode, and we're starting off with a bang. So many topics we didn't get to, so please come back next episode. Please come back tomorrow. Yeah. Please. Yeah, for sure. Please. That's a yes. <laughs> we hey, got a yes. We'll be right back with an exciting tier list. We'll be doing tier lists every episode. We're starting off with a bang. Stick around. Welcome back. We're back. Uh, I could talk to Cucumber Cosplay all day. Me too. But it's time for a tier list. Yes, our first ever I'm very, tier list. I'm very excited. I, I love tier lists. I think they're so fun. Yes. Um, I could talk about them forever, so let's get started. And I've never made one like live. While oh. thinking it out, so this is going to be. I can't wait to hear your absolute garbage takes they're, on this one. I'm very excited. They're bad. Today we're doing video game franchises tier list. We're starting wide. And normally it's like S tier to, mm -hmm. to D tier. Mm -hmm. We're doing like masterpiece, very good, good, above average, mid, ma, uh, mid below average, not good, horrible, trash, trash, and then never played. Yeah, yeah. Um, and man, I was just scrolling through. There are so many that I'm already feeling like floods of nostalgia for things. Like I saw Gran Turismo yeah, on here and I was like, whoa, like haven't thought about Gran Turismo. I haven't played that in so long. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to start off with one that I think we can both agree on because I don't, hey, Marcus, I don't want to fight. Okay. I want to fight. I, what? Okay. Yes. I don't want to fight. <sighs> Remember what our therapist said. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Red Dead. Okay. Red Dead as a franchise. I think is a masterpiece. And I'm, ooh, he already shook his head. He's already, stop doing Can't that. Do Don't do that. I think it's, a, let me, let me talk. I think it's a masterpiece because I think it changed, I think it changed the game mm. for open world, especially for Rockstar. Coming from Grand Theft Auto, I thought the first Red Dead Similar, but like a real departure mm -hmm. in certain ways from their style. Um, and then Red Dead 2, I mean, it blew me out of the water. I loved Red Dead 2. I think it's a masterpiece of a game for many reasons. Sure, it has its flaws, but that's my stance. I agree with you that Red Dead Redemption 2 is a masterpiece. And if we were ranking just games alone, I would put Red Dead 2 as a masterpiece. I would put Red Dead 1 as very good. Okay. I would put Red Dead Revolver oft forgotten about maybe above average okay maybe mid we got to look at the franchise as a whole and two things are, are keeping red dead down for me one red dead revolver being significantly worse than when rockstar took over the license which even if you don't include it 
you got to look at the franchise as a whole. And ultimately, we're looking at two games here. Okay. Three games. Yeah. You know, but two games really when you're looking at when people think Red Dead, they're thinking Redemption. And because there's only two games, I don't think there's enough of a body of work for it to be a masterpiece, unfortunately. I would put it, my instinct is good. Really? I, I, I can be swayed to very good because of just how consistently excellent the two redemption games are. I, I, say, I can put it as very good. I say very. Let's, okay. agree, let's agree to disagree and, and say very good. I will put it as very good. I started off hot with trying to do a masterpiece. You really shot me down. <laughs> but I'm curious what you're going to choose as your first pick. I kind of want to go broad here. You know, I will go Resident Evil. That's a personal Duh. favorite of mine. Yeah. And there are a lot of masterpieces. I'm extremely biased and love, 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 love Resident Evil. But it's a similar argument, almost the opposite argument, because there are a ton of Resident Evil games. Yeah. Including bad Resident Evil games. Which you, uh, what, which game do you not like? Resident Evil 6. Is a bad one. Is a bad one. There's certain ones like Resident Evil Survivor. That are kind of more, you know, offshoots. Oh yeah, they have a lot of spinoffs. Mm -hmm. So you're, spin -offs. you're, you have to take into account all the spinoffs. Umbrella Corps, terrible. Okay, it's lowering the score a little uh, bit. Yeah, it is lowering the score. It's, it's, it's one of my favorite franchises, but because of lack of consistency across the board, I'd put it as good. I would put it as very good if it, if it was just the mainline entries, with mm. six being what brings it down to the very good for masterpiece. But because of all of the kind of lackluster releases that they have ultimately come out with i think it's a good unfortunately man it's interesting this is a t i thought this tier list was going to be way easier but it's actually pretty tough yeah. because you do have to take into account all these sort of spin off games that i've ignored you mm -hmm. know like spin-off games that i've never played mm -hmm. and have no interest in mm -hmm. but you're right it does drag it down a little bit yeah. so you're gonna put it as good i am and then i i, I kind of want to transition yeah if you don't mind Series that are consistently excellent. There's only two that really come to mind. And I, I think for me, my masterpieces, it's generic, it's simple. I'm gonna be called a Nintendo fanboy. But Mario and Zelda, I just name me one bad Zelda or Mario game. There's there's a couple that are a little I was about stumbly. to say Majora's Mask, people have a really hard time with though. Majora's Mask is a is a masterpiece. I'm thinking like Triforce Heroes or oh, the like just like, like kind Four of, Swords Adventure. Or, or, but even those are solid games. What they was really the, are. What was the Toons one that people didn't love? I think that was Triforce Heroes. It was Triforce I Heroes. Yeah. So. I think Which, that's the only one that people are like, take it or leave it. And even that's like a that's a solid B game, I think. And same with Mario, even if you're including the sports franchises, the the Rabbids Mushroom Kingdom yeah. series. Which people like though. They exactly. Yeah. Name me one Mario game that is not good if not excellent I, I there's it's such a wide berth yeah there, there's about 20 zelda games and there's you know 100 plus mario games if you take every franchise you're gonna put masterpiece i, I gotta put both of them in masterpiece i don't have the nostalgia ties so i don't think that's giving me any bias but i i'm not gonna disagree with you they are pinnacle game franchises even the most controversial entries like zelda 2 adventure of link still has a lot oh, yeah. of diehard fans you got to look at it from the lens of 1988 yeah you know and i i still it still holds up okay. all the games masterpiece all right throw throw them up there yeah. i think i think that's a strong opening i don't think we would have many many people disagreeing yeah um, your turn a couple all right so there's an obvious one but i'm going to save that uh okay. there's not obvious one that i think you might be surprised by for my gaming taste lego Oh. I would like to put Lego in very good. Okay. 
Have you ever ever played Lego? Oh yeah. Okay. I was. I mean, I played uh, Lego Star Wars, which of, of course wasn't the first Lego game. Yeah. There were some great like '90s computer games. I think like Lego City. I want to say there's like, Ooh, a couple I don't of know. real old school ones, but Lego Star Wars was in my memory the first like big Lego game off of a franchise. Mm -hmm. As much fun as I had with it, was a little too easy and simple of a gameplay loop for me. Um, even at the time when I played it when I was maybe 12 years old and I've tried to jump back into Lego games and they do have a hard time retaining my interest because they're a little too easy I think is is my main critique. I'm, I won't disagree. I played them as a kid. I loved Lego Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I loved Lego Hogwarts. Uh, I had a few others. I don't even remember. Yeah. Uh, but I played, I think for me this is a nostalgia thing. I played a lot of the games with my sister and we would take turns and like go back and forth, yeah. um, play together. So I don't know, I think they've consistently put, as a franchise, yeah. I think they've consistently put out really well-made and well-timed yeah. games with pop culture references. I don't think they stray too far. I don't think they make the games too hard, mm -mm. but I think that's their, that is their core, that's their demographic. So I think as a franchise, they put out very good games. For me, my argument instinct was above average, but thinking about so, the thinking about the game's charm and humor yeah. and overall consistency across the board bumps it up to good for me. Again, I'm I'm okay with agreeing to disagree. I think I have a bit of rose-colored glasses for this one, rose-tinted glasses. Uh, let's do what did we say? Very good. I, I'm arguing good. You're saying <laughs> very good. I think I kind of owe you one though. So if you want to put in very good, good. Okay, put I'll put in a very good yay! for you. Okay. But let the record show. It's it's good for me. <laughs> you want to uh, throw another one in there? Yeah. Okay. So this one is a, maybe more obvious if people know me or have seen games that I like. Uh, the Sims. Mm. I love the Sims franchise. Okay. I have played The Sims since Sim City days. Then I got The Sims on my first family computer. I think my parents didn't know what The Sims was. They yeah. thought it was like Sim City. It was not. It was awesome. And then Sims 2, I literally have bought every single Sims, like Sims 2, Sims 3, okay. Sims 4. I haven't bought all the packs for Sims 4 because there is a fuck ton. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the DLC and like the expansion packs you can get, it depends on person to person of what your interests are. But I think that's why The Sims has continued to be one of the best game franchises out there because they just took this idea of like playing God free open world or a story mode and ran with it and are still running with it. And they're probably gonna come out with Sims 5 and yeah. they're probably gonna come out with online play eventually. It's a beast of a, of a build for them to do. I believe that The Sims, I, I'm so tempted to say masterpiece just because of where they started. Okay. Um, I think Sim City was a masterpiece of its time, yeah. you know? But Sims 3 people really didn't like. Okay. Um, Sims 2, I think, is one of the best Sims games out there. It's usually, though, this is not a hot take, it's usually the one that people most, like, resonate with. Yeah. Sims 3 did a weird thing. They tried to do this big open world thing. You could basically, like, forever scroll in, into different neighborhoods, but it was too powerful. Like, nobody mm. could run that. And mm -hmm. it, it was glitchy and weird, and they, they just made some weird choices. So I think because of that, I would like to put it in very good. Okay. I am not a Sims player. 
to sad, me, sad. I don't. I don't have the patience for it personally. Okay. I can't any kind of sim game. I've just. I've always started, and then half an hour goes by, and I'm like, I can't. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> uh, that's a me problem. So I will bite my tongue on this yep. and trust your opinion. Thank you. And put it in very good. Yay! Um, I'm doing you a favor by not putting it masterpiece. I'm so tempted. Okay. I appreciate because you favor. don't even know. Because I, I, I would probably step in. I don't know if I can put it with Mario and Zelda personally. Um, I'm gonna do two ones again off the bat, really quick. You know, just kind of yeah, my do, do, opinion. Do a quick two, and then I'll do a yeah. quick two, and yeah, then yeah, one. Yeah. So, Crash Bandicoot and Spyro, forever intertwined. Love this. Game. I love, love, love Crash Bandicoot games in particular. Also love the Spyro original trilogy. If it was just Crash 1 through 3 and throw 4 in there, masterpiece. Spyro mm -hmm. 1 through 3, masterpiece. But they are so bogged down by a good close to, no, 20 plus years of medium to bad releases for both franchises. And so much so that it brings it down so much that I would put both as above average and I'm tempted to put them in mid. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But I'd put them in, out of respect. Above average? Because the the good games are so good, I'll put, I, I would put both in above average. I'll take it. I, lo I also loved Spyro. Um, so I, I feel nostalgia for that. But I'm okay with above average, and I'm, I'm also okay with mid. I wouldn't be yeah. mad. Yeah. Um, okay. My last two. How about Spyro, oh. mid, Crash Bandicoot, above, above average? Above average. Yeah. That's more. more yeah. yeah that's we got to mix good. it up a little bit. We got to be a little negative, right? That's a good call. Yeah. Uh, all right. My last two. And obviously, I'm just picking my favorites. The Elder Scrolls. Okay. Huge fan of Skyrim, huge fan of Oblivion. Um, yeah. And very different, Kingdom Hearts. Mm. So I love both of these. Oh, baby. Kingdom Hearts comes with a lot of fans and also a lot of haters. Yes. Um, I don't even like Disney stuff, but like I do love Kingdom Hearts, but I don't think it's a masterpiece. I don't even know if I would put it as very good. I think it's a really cool game. Mm. I, I had a lot of fun with it. It's got Final Fantasy elements. It's got Disney. I would like to put it as good. Wow. Uh, there's a bunch of spinoffs. There's Birth by yes. Sleep, Chain of Memories. Three, there's, five, eight over two days. Dude, and there's like cell phone games that only came out in yeah. Japan that yeah. I've never played. Oh, yeah. I'm putting it as good, even though I'm a big fan of it. I thought Kingdom Hearts 3, I didn't finish it, honestly. Wow. I, I love the game, and I, I'm a diehard fan, but yeah. like I couldn't finish it, yeah. and I think it's because I waited so long for it, and I lost interest. Mm -hmm. So... um. And I trust your opinion on that. I've only played through one. It was rec it was recent. I did cry at the end, but oh, at the end beautiful. of the day, I was like, two is great. Um, two, two is great. I got through the intro, and then my database got corrupted, and so I'm not doing that five hour intro again. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> put, it, put that in good, okay. and then uh, Elder Scrolls, man. Again, this is tough. I would like to put it in very good, but I think I'm gonna move it to above average okay. just because. We're still waiting on a new game. They've just kind of been updating little patches for Skyrim, and like you can mod the shit out of it. Yeah. It's a lot of fun, but yeah. I think we're we're overdue. And I think what brings it down to: Have you ever played Elder Scroll one or two? No, Arena or, exactly. Well, I did play Morrowind. Morrowind's three. Okay, yeah, fair. Barely. Right. I, and exactly. then Oblivion. Yes, exactly. I played Oblivion. So, yeah, so you gotta look at the whole I can't franchise. speak on those. Yeah, so. they're great games. Apparently, it's just no one. I don't know anyone's played Elder I gotta get, I gotta get an emulator. I think I don't know. All right, any anything on here that you would put all the way down in trash? Ooh, before you pick, we leave. You pick first. I'm just trying to rapid fire. Like Metroid would be a masterpiece, but because of Other M and uh, Federation Force, brings it down to just below it. Mm. At very good for me. Just rapid fire. What is Age of Empires? Mm, uh, no, that, that has its fans. There's I, no franchise that stands the test of time that I think you could really call trash. Yeah, right? I don't know. Like Dead Space, I'm scared, but I, love I, Dead Space, I wouldn't though. put it in trash. Yeah. 
Driver had its days. Oh, Tomb Raider's on? Man, there's way too many. Oh, Soul Calibur. I love that. I love Soul Calibur. <laughs> yeah, I... I have a really hard time. I mean, there's a reason why they're called franchises, exactly. you know, like to be able to produce multiple games yeah. uh, at a high level. I wouldn't put any of the. Uh, the blob. Maybe Screw the one. Em. Maybe the one called Police Quest, because I don't okay, know what that great. is. Yeah, police, police Quest. Police trash. Quest. Trash. Um, I'm going to throw the blob because I don't think that's going to tick off anyone. I have played the blob. It's all space right. Space Invaders. Are you a classic? I do love arcade. Space Invaders, okay. but it's not. I mean, it's a good game. It's not a franchise. So as a franchise, trash. Trash. Let's recap our uh, our top tier and then our bottom tier to wrap it up. Just what did we say for Masterpiece? We said Mario. Yes, we said Mario. We said Zelda. Zelda. And mm -hmm. then for Trash, Police Quest. We said Police Quest. And the blob. Exactly. That's it. Our first tier list. We did it. We did it. Hey, okay. hell yeah. Top. Uh, all right. So stick around, though. That's not the end. We still have post-market news with Samurai. Uh, oh, let's take it to the news. Yeah. My favorite person, Samurai. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Post Market News. I'm Sydney. I'm Marcus, and we are joined by our very own Nostra Dumbass, uh, Damas. Introduce yourself, please. Samurai! Nostra Damas is the right way to put it, Marcus, because I have seen the future. People who know me, people who know Samurai, know that Samurai has mystical abilities. That Samurai can peer through the fog of night and see the future. See things that no other person can see. And I'm here to grace you with my predictions one at a time in the post-market news. You're gonna wanna post-market because what I say will come to pass. Samurai predicted my engagement and the death of my grandmother. That's true, my condolences. Thank you. Marcus, what did I predict for you? Um... He's a little embarrassed. Episode two, we'll get into, into what, what I predicted for Marcus. My crippling trepidation about having you as a guest, you did indeed predict that. Funny joke, nobody would, would ever be trepidatious about having Samurai on the network. Chaos in my future and unpredictability it's and like, it's uh, like embarrassment. It's like having a, a true celebrity in the studio. I, I'm just so excited for your predictions. I look forward to them every week. I, I read them like a horoscope. I do write them in my uh, newsletter. Subscribe, Substack slash Samurai Predictions. We have uh, millions of subscribers. Yeah. So uh, yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Let's get into the prediction. We have a prediction here today. Uh, so for my first prediction, you might have heard real gamers, real heads, the true people might have heard there is a killer clowns from outer space video game coming out. Have we seen the motion picture Killer Clowns? I did, I did actually hear about that. I'm actually pretty excited about it. Yeah. Uh, killer Clowns from Outer Space, one of my favorite cult classic movies of all time. Uh, scared the bejesus, can I say that live? Uh, out of me when I was a kid. Uh, well, uh, what about you, Sydney? You haven't, you haven't seen the film? Um, no, and I would like if one of you or both of you at the same exact time could describe the movie in three words. Or less. Okay, okay, ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Killer clowns, 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 clowns. I kind of have a perfect image of what it's what it is. Mm -hmm. It's you. a beautiful motion picture, and they yes. are making a video game. That's right, a video game out of well, I think one of the greatest motion pictures of all time, the Killer Clowns from Outer Space. In the movie, the clowns they come to Earth and they wreak havoc uh, they on this town. So, so like destroy all humans. We played that game. Yeah, but for clowns. Okay, and clowns are. 
cooler than that. So you're you're a clown so, alien, yes. And you come to you come to alien, if you will, a clown if you will, sure. And you yes. come to Earth and you destroy all humans, and that's the the premise of the, that's the, the premise game. Of the game. Okay. Uh, that's all we know. There is a little bit of uh, action in the way of a trailer, but uh, we don't really know for sure. It's only a teaser as of this point, as of this recording, anyway. And uh, that's pretty much all we know. You come down, you're a clown, and you slaughter innocent people. And what could be better than that? So for my prediction today, my post-market prediction is that this will lead to a wave of 80s and 90s. I'm thinking late 80s, early 90s, right? Mm -hmm. Adaptation games for cult classic movies. All of everybody's favorites. Encino Man. Congo, the lawnmower man. Wait, I mean, we're wait. talking broadcast news. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like all of your favorite movies are gonna become. I don't know. I don't. If those are the best. Those are the best choices. Movies in the 1990s. I'll go through them again. Encino man, <laughs> Congo, the lawnmower man, broadcast news. Encino man. That's the one. That's the Rob Schneider, right? No, not Rob Schneider, Marcus. Get your head on your ass, Marcus. Oh, Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Fraser. My How bad. dare you? How dare you mistake an American icon for a hack? Is that the one where he's frozen? Yes. Not to be mistaken with Polly Shore, who remains frozen to the present day. <laughs> I, Brendan Fraser is very hot right now. I was going to say, hot. I wasn't in, I wasn't, I'm not going to say I'm, I don't believe your prediction, Samurai. Of course, I believe your prediction. Of course, she believes. Of course, I believe your prediction. Um, I'm just not sure. Encino Man, uh, Brendan Fraser is very big right now. Um, huge, huge whale size. He won the the Academy Award for the whale movie. It what on it? Did you see that movie? It was actually I really good. I did. And really, sad. I quite enjoyed it. He, he was quite enjoyed fantastic. It. He was in five minutes of Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, was he? I haven't seen it. He's a lawyer. God, I love him. But okay, so Encino Man, maybe for the Brendan Fraser love and adoration. I'm sorry, Lawnmower Man. I'm just confused. Mm. Like, like, what's the game gonna? Well, be. Lawnmower Man is kind of about virtual reality anyway, but it's like early 90s virtual reality, so it looks bad. Are we talking about like a game within a game within a game? Yes. Like, okay, okay. Yes. So That's the, the future. Oh. That's the future, Sydney. Oh. Games within games within games. Games just down the rabbit hole of games until all we are are games. But Samurai, I don't know a single soul other than you who's seen or even heard of Lawnmower Man. Stephen King's seen it. That's why he disowns it. Oh, okay. So your prediction, let me just get this straight for the for the audience. Your prediction is that the most well-known films of the late 80s, 90s, like Encino Man uh -huh. and Lawnmower Man. Don't forget Congo. And Sorry, Congo. Those will be the ones made into games. We're not talking about like, I don't know. Jurassic the, Park. The thing or like Jurassic Park. Well, they've Park. done the thing. Yeah. Oh, you're right. They have. Yeah, but and they've done Jurassic Park a number of times. That's why we got to go deep. Okay. This is the thing. These... Films have already been adapted into games, and so we gotta get to the lawnmower. So we're mans. scraping the bottom of the barrel. Whoa, not the bottom <laughs> of the barrel. It's just not the most obvious of entities. Maybe you don't like Congo. How about Outbreak? Wouldn't you like to play Outbreak the game? I think maybe people don't want to do something like that after. Why? I can't imagine why. Maybe people would. Uh, either way, uh, I think this is an excellent prediction, Samurai. Uh, I think people are really going to be looking forward to these games that are going to be coming out very soon. Yes, you can look forward to Broadcast News, the video game 2025. Postmarket, that's my prediction. Well, Sydney, that is all the time we have today on Next Level Play Podcast. ESR's best gaming podcast for all things esports and gaming. I guess you'll just have to wait till the next episode. We will indeed be back. Myself, Marcus. Sydney. And of course, 
Samurai. Last line. Last line of the show. Credits. Yep. Cut the credits. All right. Okay. Cut. All right. Thanks. We'll, we'll last just cut. Line. Thanks. Last we'll line. cut it there. Okay. Last line. You can just yep. cut it there. All right. Last line. Thank you for watching.